What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back yet again to the kingdom. As always, my name is Drums, and I'm joined by the brothers behind King Golf, Regan and Joran Headley. As we always do, we send it up north, see what's going on with our boy Reg. How you doing, buddy? I'm holding off another sneeze here. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, no. And George gone. <laughs> see you, bud. Pets' heads are falling off. Oh, full <laughs> gone. <laughs> uh, not much is going on here. Played last night. Uh, I just wish I could play more, you know? Like, oh, right? Like a full time gig? Played, no, I just mean like, I play like every Tuesday, and that's pretty much it for the most part. Oh. Like, I'm not yeah. playing until next Tuesday, and it's like finally got something going, and then you take a whole week off, and then you try to get it back the last half of that round, and then you take another week off. It's it's tough. I can't wait to start golfing more. Hopefully it happens at some point this summer. Uh, things are pretty busy right now. Uh, country Fest this weekend. <clears throat> a few of the boys are coming home. Should be pretty good. Beauty. Any rounds planned for the weekend with the boys? Mm. Just see pretty unlikely. Maybe Monday. Maybe Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Depends if Chore sticks around or not. Well, let's send it right to him, see what his answer is. Sure, what's going on, buddy? Top of the evening to you, ladies and gentlemen. Drums, Reggie. What was the question? Are you bringing your clubs this weekend? <laughs> no, it's Country Fest. You don't bring clubs. Country Fest? Bring coolers full of beer and a good attitude. That's about it. Um, <clears throat> Do you guys yeah. still camp up there? No, God, no. We haven't camped there for 10 years, probably, at least. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, we, I told the story of us dumping the trailer, paying 60 bucks. Right. To dump. That was, it, it's, uh, no, we shouldn't get too deep into this, but it's funny how Let's things go. like that, it's, it's just funny how things like that, you do something when you're young and you don't really realize it, but that, that's like the last time that you do something. It's weird. So like when we were taken to the, when we were taking the camper to the dump, uh, nothing was ever going through my mind. Like, Oh, I'm getting rid of this camper and we're never ever going to stay up here together again. You know what I mean? Right. But then you do it and then a year passes and then, so, you know, it's weird. There's lots of moments like that in life where it was the last time that you did something and you had no idea that that was the last time it was going to be. hundred percent. So that's that for, uh, some stoicism, stoic philosophy. <laughs> Last time for everything by Brad Paisley. There's a song about it. Is there? Ever heard it? Apparently, yeah, not. I probably have. Paisley, I feel like Paisley's a little bit overrated. Used to be good. Or Kenny yeah. Chesney. It's one of those two. Oh, speaking of that, okay, we got to get in some Instagram polls here. We had some good responses on the polls today. So we're going to start off with something light here. But before we do that, um, we had. Uh, tournament here at rossman on the weekend well we didn't have it we played in it um, uh, mom dad bridge and myself uh, it was a two-person scramble it was me and bridge on a team uh her first tournament i would say it went fairly well we didn't win obviously but we didn't get last uh but reggie the one story that i wanted to tell tonight was uh number one it was our second hole of the day we started on nine and uh bridge went <laughs> she headed uh, off the heel and is the first tree on the left side down there underneath there. <laughs> I 
And uh, I hit mine. I hit mine left on top of the mound up there. I've never found a ball that hit on top of that mound. Gonzo. Mm-hmm. So we went and looked for. Actually, I was like, okay, well, I'm probably not going to find that ball. So let's just hit from Bridges. And uh, Kevin and Barb were with us as well. And they just went ahead because they thought I was joking. But I was like, I'm, we're not finding that ball. We got we to gotta hit this ball right here. It's like five feet off the tee box. And one's a hard hole to begin with. But anyways, uh, hit the ball. I hit a three wood from underneath the tree. I got a pretty good swing on it, but still from underneath the tree. I hit it to about 150 yards and uh, put one on the green about 25 feet away. Made the putt. Par. (laughs) Unreal. Like, that's a hard hole to par with a good drive. Definitely. And the the tiny ass green, too, isn't it? Oh, the green's so hard to hit into. Yeah. Uh, But no, we had a lot of fun. (laughs) That's unreal. Um, Made a couple bogeys at the end, but I think we were like plus two or three. So, a pretty good score. I think there there were some goofy holes, too. Like, one of the one of the holes had like four things around the hole and you had to go through the skier's legs before you could put it in the hole so if you actually chipped inside of those circle you had to put it outside of that and then put it back through there and into the hole so pretty stuff like that is pretty tough so we we should have count the stroke yeah you have to count the stroke what yeah oh because you i got you i got you got you got you the, the rule is that you just have to go through one of the obstacles. You have to go through at least one before you can get in the hole. So if you're there, we were in, no, we were just outside of, but it's, unless you're lined up perfectly in line with it, it's, it's a hard putt to make. So um, it was good. Good time. Uh, other than that, let's pass it to drums. Drums, what's up in Brandon? You guys got some rain there, hey? We got a shitload of rain there yesterday um i don't know is the course actually closed tomorrow or is it do we know what the situation is i would imagine it is otherwise i don't think we'd be canceling it yeah is reggie okay i don't know he's struggle bus over there uh but yeah so we gotta migrate uh from wheat city to shiloh tomorrow for men's night some of us are going to oak lake which i don't know why that never came up in our group but didn't anyways not bitter um got to play rivers on the weekend well nine hole at rivers uh not the first time was it no no um first time this year got luca out there Liz, her dad uh her brother and then his two kids as well so we were uh holding everybody up for for nine holes but uh, so apologies to anybody that uh, was out there on saturday uh, we did let a few few groups through, but we weren't the fastest squad that was out there. Uh, but yeah, like you said, Jor, it's hard to carry or Reg, sorry, I guess uh, it's when you only play once a week. It's so hard to actually carry over any consistency or momentum that you have in a, in a round. Like I played really good uh, Kenosi when we played, um, and then show up at Wheat City last week, and shit was in the ditch again. So. The way golf goes, but uh, we keep going. Man, I was going to tell you you guys a story before about last night. Like, this is golf in two holes. The most it's just stupidest fucking game on earth, I think. We got pretty – I was feeling pretty good by the end of the round. I hadn't eaten all day and probably had I don't know how many water hazards and beers on the course. I was pretty, pretty pissed, actually, by the last few holes. And get to number seven at Gilbert, and I took out a driver. 
and I like I I must have got really steep with it and I like almost like pretty much topped it like 25 yards on seven, which is like you said, Jordan, before, like a ridiculously hard hole to par to begin with. So I hit a hybrid up by that tree on the left. So then I was like snooker behind the next tree. So I hit a big hook around that tree to like 20 feet, made the putt for par. It was like wild. And then the next hole, I bombed one down the middle and put it to like 20 feet, three putted. Like <laughs> you grind so hard to it's make a part of the hole before, and then you just piss it away with one bad putt. It's like, I don't know, Wolf man. Nuts. It is. Yeah, we've had uh, three hole outs in the past two weeks in our league. Yeah, we should give really? some shout outs here. Pretty impressive. Who were they, drums? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Putter was playing for me last or th- two weeks ago, uh, and he yeah. holed out on 17, I think from like 130 or something like that. Um, and the guy that was playing with Patch last week, I can't remember his first name, um, he holed out from like 120 yards too. Wasn't it Tordic? Uh, Tordic, yes. Um, I don't know what his first name was. That's why I was that, I think. Brian or Brad? Something like that. Or was it a different uh, story? T- I don't know. I su- assume that was Brad, but yeah. What hole was that, Brad, Andres? Yes. You're right. On uh, 15. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a tough green. Very tough green. And like one hop, Gonzo, we just kind of looked at each other. He's like, I'm like, I think that went in. Did it? And then when we got up there, absolutely one hopped right in. Uh, one hole's 15. Towards the last the second part the, three. Last hole going west. Towards the field, straight away. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, TT dunked from two ten or something on uh, seventeen as well last week. So the boys were chucking darts. Holy shit! Crazy. We don't see too many of those every year, and we've had three in two weeks. So, although Crazy. Moose Moose usually gets one per year, he I think he's hold out at least twice on hole nine for eagle in men's night. The guy so like loves the bush the too, right? Yeah, one was over. No, one was right in the middle of the fairway. One was Maybe left. It was on eight or something. I don't know. Yeah, but there was one from behind the trees. <clears throat> yeah. Anyways, Moose. good stuff. <laughs> Me and Moose are heading to uh, Oak Island tomorrow. So pretty pumped. Pretty nice way to spend a Thursday afternoon. Uh, Reggie. You should just get drunk again tonight. Just really go on like a full week bender. Got Country Fest coming up. You think? I don't know. I don't. Not the way I feel right now. I don't think I will. I got a virgin Caesar and a glass of water here, so I don't think I'll be getting drunk tonight. And then just carry it over into King Cup. (laughs) And then Kelowna as well. Oh, man. So Sunday. Have you guys ever had heat stroke? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I was in the pool for, like, five hours on Sunday, and I didn't get out, like, basically at all. And then I got out, and I was, like, like I puked, like, three times on the way home and, like, hardly slept. And my forehead's all burnt to shit, and my nose is burnt. And, like, I puked, like, three times the next day. Like, I was really oh, messed yeah. up. It lingers. It's nuts. I still don't really feel great. I probably shouldn't have done what I did last night, but... You gotta hydrate, boy. What do you do? Who said it? What, what do you do, babies? I was hydrating. I was drinking water hazards. I had to get my electrolytes. <laughs> Great. Great way to segment here. Uh, so, 
every week, by the way, if any, two things, if you're in the chat tonight, say hi. If not, don't worry about it. Um, shout out to everybody. Also, I think we're one week behind on the audio's drums. Yeah, I, I got to get that from you. No, yeah, I didn't send it in yet. So apologies to the listeners. Um, but we've been doing every week. We've been throwing out some questions, some polls, just to just to gauge things, see where everybody's at, get some different thoughts on things. Um, this week we had some interesting answers that we got to share here. First of all, White Bear Drums and I were there two weeks ago. I posted a video on our new, well, not really new, but newly active Kingdom Golf account, and uh, it was of Robbie Hopkins. He was talking about. He was talking about white sand. We were talking about the white sand at White Bear. And do you guys know the answer to this? Because I threw it out there hoping that like it would be an overwhelming majority of people who actually knew the answer to this. It was 50-50. So everybody, I think, was just guessing of where it might have came from. But do we have a hard answer on where the sand from White Bear is from? Imported from? Uh, no, but from word of mouth, I thought Cali. Oh, Cali. Yeah. That would make more sense. I thought BC, but I don't know. It might be on Google. Maybe not. It doesn't matter. Uh, so we still don't know the answer to that. If anybody's listening to this, please let us know uh, what the correct answer is there. Because it was a poll, but, uh, you know, who who really knows? Who, who trusts polls online? But uh, anyways, the next part here is... Um, we're going to be this, the water hazard one. So the same trip, the boys were a little bit hungover. Stocks was crushing some beer and orange juice, um, in the cart. And so the poll today was what is the best hangover cure on the golf course? And the two top answers were water hazard and Caesar. What do you guys think? Uh, water hazard by far. I think the Caesars, they're just way too heavy when you're hung. If you're uh, starting from zero and you're you're just starting out, a Caesar's not a bad play. Uh, but if you're trying to regroup and get your life back together, you got to go, you got to get some Gato in you, a little water. That's exactly what I was going to say, drums. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. Shout out to Big Dog 1111 in the house tonight. Look at that emoji. Got a T-Fuel. The guys, Big Dog's good shit, man. Follow him on Twitter if you don't. Um, he's a, a big Theta guy and T-Fuel guy. Pretty much the king of, of T-Fuel, I would say. Uh, big C is in the house, cars. All the super hackers. That's uh, the next poll question we're getting here. <laughs> uh, transfusions. I can't see that being a great uh, for the stomach on a warm day on the golf course. But what is that? What's the transfusions? Is sour yeah, that's my, that was my next one. What? It's got to have it's some like milk in it because it has like candy. No, no, no. It's a, it's like vodka. Uh shit! I had one on the week on in uh, New York. Is it is it turning into a fusion? It's pretty good. Uh, I think it. Oh. Barrett will be able to tell us. Yeah. Anyways, my my uh, my answer here too was like start with the Caesar, like kind of like a breakfast thing, eh? Like get some sodium in you, almost like kind of a, a light breakfast. You got some nutrients in there. Um, but if you want to really turn the corner, you have to go water hazard. You need the electrolytes. That's 
if you if you want to start getting back into her again, you need the water hazards, I think. And it and it has to be blue. Has to be blue or red. Grape. Ooh. What's blue or red for me? I'm not a big grape guy. What the hell's I'm just, a, I'm just a beer guy. Oh, I would not have guessed that. Vodka, ginger ale, and grape juice. That's not huh. the transfusion I had. I think there's a whole bunch of different ones, to be honest. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, trans. Cami Taves, Peach Palmers. Arnold Palmer with Peach Crown. That Not sounds some pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, I'm just straight up beer. No, really? Mm-hmm. I always have a beer first thing if I'm hung. <laughs> Uh, like if I'm, on a, if I'm on a golf trip, I start two beers, then I get into like a water hazard. You start only, with beer, really? Only because that's starting I got, or hungover. Hungover. Hmm. I thought that's what we we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So my reasoning is that if I have vodka, Gatorade, my stomach's really I get really badass reflex. So if I start with like a acidic, like a a water hazard where the Gatorade is, I get really bad heartburn to begin the day, and then I never come back from it. And I, I don't really get that from beer. Like, and I do from a Caesar. That's why I can never start with a Caesar. I'm honestly either this is going to sound insane, but I'm honestly either a paralyzer or a beer. Like, I don't mind a paralyzer at breakfast when I'm hung. Somebody else said paralyzer too, because it like coat it kind of coats my stomach, yeah. and then I can really start can getting into that. it. But I can't have a Caesar or. or Water has your first thing. I've done paralyzers in like Mexico to kind of bring me back, and then I just end up getting shit faced on paralyzers <laughs> oh, yeah. for the next twelve hours. Yeah, yeah. so good. <laughs> There's a reason why they're called paralyzers, you know. <laughs> oh, they zombie you for sure. Oh, I'll be drinking. I got in a fight with a snake on that. on them shit. I think Sea Fest is the only weekend I ever. What did you say, drones? I got in a fight with a snake on one of those trips. <laughs> Who Definitely afraid of snakes. And they had like a golf cart, like trolley that went around the whole resort. Oh yeah. Those things are deadly. Yeah. So I hopped on that, just hammered out of my face, hopped on that. And it was kind of like just getting to nighttime. So it was just getting dark. And uh, like this trolley's like delivering people to like their sections of the hotel and stuff. So like these are a pe- bunch of people just got here. And I'm hammered on the back of this thing with like a couple of the workers and like whooping it up and everything. And these people are like looking at us like, what the hell did we just walk into? So we're dropping this family off at like their section of rooms. And all of a sudden the snake comes slithering down the the line and uh, everybody's like, okay, get back, get back and we'll get back in the cart. And I thought it would be a great idea to go over and grab it. So I grabbed it at the tail and, Gave her a couple twirls and <laughs> let her go. Smacked the dad right in the chest. And I looked at the Mexican driving the, the cart. And he just said, get the fuck on. And I hopped on and we bolted out of there. <laughs> it hit the dad in the chest? Yeah. <laughs> smoked, it, smoked him in the chest, landed on the ground, and then like slithered off into the into the bush. But it was uh, it was a wild sequence, yeah. That seems pretty wild, but drums, uh, when you're in that state, I've seen you do some really, really, really stupid things. So I I can fully get behind that story. 
Oh boy. We, we should. Yeah. Well, we'll leave it there for now. But uh, so Connor Shaw also said uh, John Daly, which is uh, Arnold Palmer with spiked, I think vodka, I believe. Right. But he also said Juan Daly, like J U A N with tequila. tequila. Ooh. Hmm. So well, maybe maybe we'll be serving those at the 2023 King Arnold Palmer Invitational. Trademark. Did you see the video of uh, John Daly pulled up at a concert with his golf cart and he was just sitting in it like front row? No. Yeah, who was it again? I, I don't know. I just kind of saw the video Kenny real Chesney. quick. Might have even been on TikTok. Yeah, I think it was Chesney. Oh, Kenny Chesney. What a legend. That was one of the answers to the Country Fest question today. If who, you, if you could pick one person to see, it'd be Kenny Chesney. I think it was Boomer that said Kenny Chesney. He'd be right up there for me too. He's never been to Country Fest. Got to see him once at Craven, but he was like thirty miles away on the field. But uh, yeah, Kenny Chesney would be, oh, the dream, especially in the summertime. Never Country Fest. He's never been to Country Fest. Nope. Hmm. Who's there this year? Yeah. Uh, Dirk Bentley. Standard. Tennille Towns. Dirk Bentley. And it falls off the cliff after that. And John Fogarty. Yes, Fogarty. Oh, Fogarty did come. God yeah. damn it. Mm-hmm. I did He's Sunday night. Him. He'll be legit. Does he get to play CCR songs? I think that's all he plays. I would imagine so. I don't think that they would hire him if he didn't. Fucking right. The Fogs. That'll that'll be such a good concert, though. Honestly, who else is on Sunday? Somebody else is pretty sick too. Oh, snake, uh, snake oil, snake oil. But it's also uh, Gen- Troy Gentry from Montgomery Gentry. Right, the guy. I don't know if he's Sunday die. or Saturday. Yeah, I think he's Sunday as well. Died? Yeah, the other one died in a helicopter crash. Oof, with Kobe. Remember? No, it was like a couple years before Kobe. Oh shit! He was on the way to a concert, I think, but he died. Okay, do you guys know how Payne Stewart died? Plane crash. Plane, yeah, wasn't it? Do you know like what happened though? Nope. Well, I, I might have heard, but or heard the story. Yeah, Eddie Montgomery. That's who it is. Troy Gentry died. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Cam knows his country music. Uh, so, so yeah, I think he. I think he was flying to, uh, I want to say the Memorial, but I don't think that's what tournament it was. But anyways, um, he was on a private jet, and I think there was like 12 people on there total. And they lost cabin pressure. And they were high enough that they instantly froze to death. They lost so much cabin pressure and lost oxygen that they froze in midair. So, like, the Air Force had to, like, fly up and see, like, what was going on because they weren't in communications. They had, like, autopilot on or whatever. And so, like, the Air Force could see the pilots, like, fucking frozen stiff. So then they had to calculate. What? So how is the plane moving? Because it was on autopilot. So it was just going. That's where that term comes from. Yeah. And, like, the guy would have been, like, holding it like this. So it was just cruising. So they wow. had to like determine, um, like with how fast they were going, like everything, where they would be uh, estimated to land when they ran out of. Oh my fuel. god! 
So what? they had to like, so then they had to decide if they were going to shoot this plane down or if they were able to just let it come down nat- naturally, but run out of fuel. And like, so that's what happened. They, it ran out of fuel as they were driving on autopilot for like eight hours. And it was like supposed to be like a two and a half hour, three hour flight. So it drove for like eight hours and like crash landed. It hit, it hit a fucking cow in a, in a field. They couldn't think to move the cows. Apparently not. Priorities. That's a tough bounce. That's a tough bounce for the cow, man. Yeah, just gets hit, just, just gets hit with a plane. No kidding. Just munching grass and gets gets a plane in the ass. <laughs> cows got it hard enough as it is. I don't think they need to be worried about planes falling out of the fucking sky. <laughs> got it hard enough. They do. They just munch grass their whole life and then get pegged in the head and eaten. <laughs> But I guess other things have it worse than cows. Um, yeah. <laughs> speaking of that, Canadian. I got two. Uh, who does? Canadians. Canadians? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, certain. Um, speaking of that, I got two cats in my house right now. Reggie, you'd like that. What? One, one black cat Why? with no tail and one orange cat that looks like Hank. Why? Why? Just hanging around. No way. What? Wow. Like, are you feeding them? No, I thought about it, but I was like, the, if I start feeding them, then they're not going to hunt mice anymore. They're just going to get lazy. Probably true. Enough. true. Well, uh, so what are well, we naming them? If I lose them, I lose them. Well, the funny thing is, on this podcast, probably six months or more ago, um, I had full intentions of getting a black cat. And I was going to name him Ben, but then a black cat with no tail showed up. So he's, his name's Ben for sure, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably the orange cat, just tiger or something simple. I don't know if you can really name cats that aren't really yours. They're just kind of out there hanging around. What yeah. you, did you say? What are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> hmm? Me? Me? Just hanging around. Keeping the mice out for you. <laughs> so the last, so actually, the second last poll here is what I'm going to talk about. Uh, the crackers. So I was having some chicken noodle soup today at lunch, and uh, I'm just winding things down, having the last couple bites of my soup. Delicious, by the way. Shout out to Grandma Joyce. Makes the best chicken noodle soup on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I looked over, and I had three crackers left in the bag. And that's nothing new for me. I usually go through a whole bag. But then I was thinking, like, is this a normal thing? Do people usually eat this many crackers or am I an absolute weirdo? So, so like you started you started the bowl of soup full bag? Fresh bag. Okay. Um, by, the look, bowl? by the looks of things, I'm not the minority here. Zero is the minority. 11% said zero. 17%, including me, said full bag. said a few. I don't know who would go just have a few. Like, I feel like you're either munching or you're not. Depends on the soup for me. Yeah, a few people said that. If it was tomato, they go quite a bit more. If it's not tomato, they go less. Yeah. Like a good tomato tomato bacon, I might not even use one cracker. Yeah. Tomato, mushroom, tomato, mushroom, and chicken noodle, I would say, are the the three you need crackers with. 
But if you're sick, I don't usually eat crackers when I'm sick. Yeah, you don't really need it when you're sick. Uh, 30% said a few. 42% said half bag. So most people are about half a bag. Eat, eat it, zip or put her in a little twist tie, throw her back in, eat the other half next time. Probably more economically friendly, a little cheaper. Uh, but if I'm being honest, like East has like, uh, East would probably have like a quarter and then I just mop up whatever's left. Whatever yeah. she doesn't need, I finish to sleep. So it depends on how many she has, how many I have. I never start a new one. And do you put them all in at one time or do you keep adding as you go? I add. Yeah. You don't I want a mush. You want some crunch. Do you? No, you got to do like three three at a time. Take you a do three? I only do one or two max. Two is usually my max. Yeah, like, Matt. like three. Crush them up real good. How do you crush them up? I grab like, I grab like ten, and I just crush them. I let yeah, them. Like, I let them soak for a second, and then I, then I crush them. You guys crush pre pre crush, eh? Oh, I yeah. pre crush ten at once, and then I put more <laughs> in. Not. Oh no, I don't like that. I can't. Oh, I love no, that. That's and, gross. And I then you put the salt and pepper on that gets stuck inside the crackers, like the. It just looks oof. like porridge at that point. Yeah, that's yeah, sick. Okay. I might barf. <laughs> no, you can do like three at a time, eat those ones, and then keep going. Should we do should we do uh should we start a new podcast, soup podcast? <laughs> I would love it. Soup might soup be up food? there as my like favorite uh food group. Oh soup's so good. I would probably eat soup every meal if I had the opportunity. I feel like yeah, at, uh, least you, at least grandma gives you soup. True, she does. Well, come around a bit. This is a good point from uh, Carson, and it's funny because he said uh, what would be weird is if you didn't finish off the bag and save those three for later. And I had that thought myself. I'm like, do I actually wrap these up or do I throw them out? Because there's only three left in here. And the answer was I didn't either. They're still all sitting on the table. So I haven't decided (laughs) yet. So, yeah, that's yeah. Enough soup I mean, talk. I see. that's enough soup talk. Okay. So the last question here, the last poll was uh, the best purchase you've made so far this year. And Tim Knight, he said lessons. Do you guys, would you guys go get lessons again? If I had the time to, I would. Reggie, lessons kind of after you up, eh? I would say never get in a million years. Okay. <laughs> ever. <laughs> Just ever again. We had two people say the new paradigm driver. So oh. out of like 10 or 12 responses, paradigm might be something to look out for in the next little while. They look pretty nice, actually. They do look nice. Actually, Calway might end up stealing me. Is that the orange or the green one? Orange. Uh, so that was Chris Mears. No, not really orange. It's a or yellowy. It's like yeah. Uh, and Steve from Valcourt Construction Incorporated. Three three people said that, and Boomer too. Pardon? Wow. wow. 
Um, Dustin Dick said super speeds golf and PRGR launch monitor. I'd like to try that super speed sometime. See how she goes. Alex Moore said first set of real clubs. Nice. Laughing face. New to golf. Uh, Kyle Krasaniak, spider putter. Bridge says my car with a car emoji and my flights to PI and flights to PI. Do you get to go? PI coming up fast. What kind uh, of wheel is she rocking? Uh, she got a new Acura. It's a beautiful SUV. Pretty pimp. Nice. Pretty expensive, but pretty pimp. Uh, Lemur says roof insurance. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I just gave him insurance the other day for commercial, for oh. commercial roofing. <laughs> I thought something happened. And the final and the best answer goes to Mike Korgs, two. Mike Korgs, one must have been taken. Mike Korgs, two. He says, <laughs> Bitcoin with a dollar sign tongue. Must have bought it uh, at the start of the year, maybe, and then gone up 75% since then. So, Mike's oh, whoops. into Bitcoin. He's doing well. Everybody's happy with their purchases. So that was a long start to the show here, fellas. Souped you didn't ask us what our best purchases were. What would you say yours is? I know mine. What is it? <laughs> I'm not telling. Okay, I'll say. It. But it was a $4, $4 uh, coffee mug from Value Village. It had uh, Grand, uh, what is it, the Opry? Grand Old Opry? Had a nice logo on it. It's completely faded because I've washed it so many times. But I've drank in three to four cups per day out of that exact same cup, paid $4 for it. That's a good investment in my opinion. From a secondhand store? Yep. It's nasty. Nope. Nope. Yeah. (laughs) Drums, what's yours? I honestly can't even think of anything that I've bought in the past 10 years right now. Uh, But I'll go with my GPS. That was a gift that's uh, newly acquired to myself. But my GPS that I had to go run out to Rivers today after work to go get that I forgot out there. So you didn't actually buy it and you're considering that a purchase. That's a gift, bro. Well, I got nothing else I can think of as a purchase. Yeah, I know. It's It's 2023. I don't think we're allowed to buy things anymore. Everything just goes to car insurance, house insurance, fucking mortgage. Keep it going, Groceries. baby. Groceries. <laughs> going to town for a couple chicken breasts, spend $90. Chicken titties from the store. Are groceries more expensive than Rossburg? Oh, yeah. Way less like nuts. Way less fresh, though. Oh, good. <laughs> Why don't you just buy groceries on your brand on Thursday? It's not bad. I actually, when I moved to Rossman, I I expected a lot worse. The co-op in Rossburn has everything I need, pretty much. Um, when I'm in Brandon, I have a cooler, and I have so a cooler. Uh, I usually go to Tender Cuts for some steaks and some chicken, but for the most part, Rossman uh, Rossburn Co-op's pretty good to me. So, good people there too. Reggie, what's your best I don't know. I would say that truck probably, really. 
Ah, it's too awesome. fresh. New to wheels. Okay. Purchase. Okay, then I'm going to say my garden tiller because my garden is mint. Ooh. Ooh. What do you got in there? Ah. Uh, oh, no. Lots. Peppers, tomatoes. What are you doing, Jor? This alarm thing's going off. Ah. Are you picking beans? Tomatoes. Oh, yeah. Peppers, tomatoes, beans, peas, uh, carrots, corn, raspberries. Raspberries. Uh, beets and cukes. Nice. We got like a I'd take a jar. Yeah, I got a whole bunch to bring you some actually to kink up. Okay. I got a whole raspberries bunch is, uh, Raspberries is a smart one. Mm-hmm. That shit is insanely expensive in the in the stores. And that's yeah, all it's like that's all we have huge bushes. Fresh berries. Yeah. You some got some raspberries? Reggie? Oh my god, yeah. So many. Nice. Uh Easton made so much jam last year and it's so good. Can oh. confirm. I had one. Oh god, we got a lot to get through here, boys. We can't be dicking it's around okay. here too much. Um <laughs> 40 minutes we haven't talked about shit. <laughs> It's okay sometimes. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. There wasn't a lot going on last week. There's not a whole lot going on this week. There's zero drama for us to talk about. Like the PGA and I the Lev need to start fighting again. This is bullshit. Well, and they're, they're boys again. So. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, it's where just... to begin here? Where to begin? Where to begin? Um. Let's let's talk about Cockrell. He's playing at the what? British Masters? Yeah. See. Nice. Got it. Looked like a pretty deadly course there. Oh. Um, yeah. That was really cool, that bridge or whatever it was that was it had the flag on it there. I thought that was really cool. I've never seen anything like that before, actually. You see that drums? Yeah. Just paint, no? Yeah, I, I just thought it was really cool. Like it's funny that more like Canada could do that, a Canadian Open or like the U.S. Open. Yeah. 100%. Did you like that? Did you like that nice painting that uh, Trudeau was standing beside with his oh, selfie? <laughs> didn't see it. That was a nice painting. I didn't see. It looked like uh, a rainbow. Anyways. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. We lost Reggie. Back to AC. This is it for for anybody uh, not following on Instagram. Pretty sick. The Union Looks like Jack a pretty sick on course. A bridge over some water. Do you like that though, or do you like like the retro like brick kind of look for a bridge? What I think that I it's only that. like that for the for the tournament though. That's fair. Uh, so, so he tees off June 29th, one thirty local time, seven thirty central. PM. So he's off in three hours from now. Uh, no, seven thirty a.m. Central tomorrow. Oh, local. What to? Oh, one p.m. Lo- local time. Yeah, local. Yeah, I gotcha. Seven thirty tomorrow morning, and then two thirty on uh, Friday. Nice. So it actually works out really good tomorrow. Seven thirty, be able to track the whole round. Jor, yeah, I don't know be. if it was on here or like in person. We had the discussion or argument about it one night about uh how we should just have one time zone and then yes you, then you just figure it out after that yes we can walk through that i mean we're, we're already 40 minutes in the more i talk to people about this you we're not alone really yeah 
Like nobody knows what Central or Pacific or st- and then like uh, Nova Scotia or something goes to like a half hour, Newfoundland. half hour. Newfoundland. Like what the fuck? Who thought of that? Absolutely nuts. That's the craziest thing. That's the ever. dumbest one ever. That's ever the dumbest one by far. <laughs> a half so hour. Dumb. What? Doesn't make any sense. No, I actually have them all dialed in only because of like hockey. No, but you only know like the Canada ones. You don't know what time it is in Australia. In Tokyo. Yeah, but you don't really have to know. Sure, you do. Why? Well, well, I had a I had a phone call with Dom last week from Australia, and it took us like twenty minutes to figure out when the times are. No, I was like, literally okay, that world what clock time on your phone right now. Hey, there's literally that world clock on your phone. Right, but then you have to convert it, and then you have to tell them what time it is here. I don't know. The, the, the thing about our universal standard time would be, what would be the main issue with it? Be different days, right? No, everybody would be on the same time. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. The, the only it's just that some people would be awake at 3 o'clock in the morning. Correct. And you just have to get over that mindfuck of that. Correct. Like, you wouldn't be eating lunch at 12 o'clock. It might be right. 5 p.m. It might be, you or know. 5.30, depending if you're an idiot. It'd be based on where the sun is and, like, everything like that. So, I don't know. Would be worth a shot. Would be hard to get the entire world to be on board with it, for sure. But, I mean, it would make things so much simpler. But Even at if- the end of the day, at the end of the day, does it? I know it doesn't really affect us that much. Like maybe yeah, because I don't know year. what the hell, I don't even know what time zone I'm in. Central. You don't even know what city you're in, probably. Yeah. So for things like this, where AC is golfing in um, England, like we wouldn't have to figure out what time he is. Plus, like fifty years ago. <laughs> Nobody from Canada was talking to somebody in Australia, like on a, on a normal basis. But now, like everybody's so connected that people do that now, you know. So, uh, what time do you think our day would be? It doesn't whatever matter. Make, whatever, whatever the decision is. It doesn't matter what time it would be. Like some some country would get like the benefit of having their time be what they're used to. No, but, but like, I'm saying like everybody what, else like would what, be matched up. What time do you think? Like, I guess where do you start? Like, what time is our sunlight? Well, that's why there's there's time zones moves, because right? like it's based on the sunlight. So everybody wants to have like their day nine to five or nine to ten, right? With as much sun as possible. But, but doesn't that kind of make sense? Yeah, but we get well, longer. Yeah. We get more sunlight now than we do in the winter. Right in the same time zone. Yeah, I don't know. It would be a fun experiment to do, just to see what. But like I said, pretty hard to get the whole world on board with something. I mean, what is Newfoundland doing? Like, we can't even get Newfoundland yeah. to get your head out of your cut ass. out the half hour there. So, it would be funny if the whole world went on a universal time, and Newfoundland's like, "Fuck it, we're staying. We're half an hour off from everybody. <laughs> Still a half hour different. We're actually going to go fifteen minutes ahead of universal time." <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so anything like to add on Cockrell, or we're going to move on here? Uh, 
course looks sick. Let's uh, let's go, buddy. Yeah, I think like I know we say it all the time, but that guys do, man. Imagine if he wins this week and then gets to play in the British Open. Is that pretty much what he has to do? Is win? I'm guessing, yeah. Like he does now. Top twenty. Chance now? I don't think so. No shit. No, he missed the cup by one last week, which was tough. He had a really good, really good Thursday. Mm -hmm. He almost brought it back at the end, but the thing to keep in mind here with AC, it's like we had kind of high expectations of maybe he'll qualify for the British Open, but realistically, like if you follow his trajectory, his trend we can expect him to continue going on that trend, which means he'll be there next year for sure. So, 100%. I mean, if it means we have to wait another year to see it and he matures and he gets more experience, maybe he gets a win under his belt, yeah. I think that would probably be better anyways. But we do know that unless something happens like an injury, um, the way he is and the way he practices and trains, um, he should be able to get there next year. If he, if he just barely misses this year, then – uh, 2024 is the year. Yeah, and I think the way that that qualifying works, like if he has a good year this year, like the, the top 25 from this year will qualify for next year. So, right. But could you imagine? Be so cool! Wow, it almost. Uh, I don't know. It'd be almost <laughs> impossible to go, but be sweet to go. Um, so moving on a little bit here, kind of the same continent though. Uh, the live live tour has their event at Valderrama this weekend. And we don't have to spend a whole lot of time talking about this, but I did see a ton of different players, including John Rahm, uh, Sergio, a few other guys, just talk about how much they love Valderrama. And I feel like that this is the main thing that the PGA is missing right now, like showcasing courses like this on a regular basis. Because they called it like the European version of the Masters, or sorry, not the Masters, but Augusta. Um, and it looks sick. Like, it looks like such a – have they had some Ryder Cups there before or something? Yeah, yeah. I think Ryder Cups, not a British, I guess. No, hey? No. no not, in, not in Spain. But, uh, yeah, definitely a couple of Ryder Cups. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I agree with you. I just think, like, it would be a lot of travel for those guys. And I know – I just – you don't you forget how hard travel is until you do it again. That's true. That's true. Christ. It's like it's exhausting, man. I, I'll give those guys full credit, man. The the way they grind and the way they finish on Sunday, and I know they're getting paid millions, and I know they're flying a little better a little better airline than we're flying, but it's still like they and then they gotta go deal with the media. They gotta go get used to a new course. Like it's that is a grind, man. Holy oh, for shit. Sure. So then if you add and in like those ones, yeah. And if you throw pro-ams in there, like, sure, you're still golfing, but you kind of got to entertain a couple of local mm-hmm. yokels and they might be bugging the shit out of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're if you're in somewhat contention on Sunday, you're getting off the course at, like, 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. So you're not leaving the premises. If you don't win, you're not leaving the premises till, like, 6, 6.30 then you got to get on a flight to make it somewhere else in the States for the Monday, um, like practice round. And then usually it's Tuesdays, like the, the pro am and stuff like that. Like that's, it is what it is, but it is still a grind for, for that, for those people. We keep going back to this though. And this is kind of like 
two years ago on the kingdom, this is a conversation that we had about the new tour that they were talking about launching, like play less, play every second week. You don't have to play every weekend. Sure. I don't think like you, even after the U S open, like we do our, we do our pools inside of, uh, of the discord there. And like after the U S open, I don't really care about golf the next week. Like, I mean, I'll watch a little bit of it, but I'm not excited to watch it. It's just like, whatever. So take a little bit more time off, get bigger sponsors, go around the world, take a couple extra days to, to rest. Like, I feel like that that would be the best case for these guys. Yeah. Like you can't tell me, you can't tell me that BMW wouldn't sponsor an event in Paris or something like that. You know what I mean? And like, you still have enough money to like put it on TV in the States. Right. They sponsor those events on the DP anyways. Right. Uh, did we talk? Did I bring this up on here last time about uh, uh, shit? It just slipped my mind. I was thinking about the BMWs. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. Oh, that's what it was. Like, uh, guys missing cuts. It actually ends up being like a good thing because, yeah, I think, yeah, we talked about it with Robert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you get more time, right? Your game for a couple days and get a little, get yeah, because we, we were talking about talking about Max and JT. Right. Yeah, so it's actually it could be a good thing at times, and it's just so tough. Everything revolves around money. These guys are getting paid by sponsors, so they have to show up to these events, and they have to show up to all the media stuff, and they have to do this for the money. Really, at the end of the day, they have to appease their sponsors who are trying to appease all the people coming there. Right? It's it's a hard thing. I don't know. I don't know what the right thing to do is. It would be shitty if it was if there was less golf on, but being truthfully honest, like I, I'm a golf guy and I, I don't really there's a lot of terms I don't watch. Like a ton of terms. I just don't really give a shit about. But there are people who who really like that. We've I've said that on here before. Like I don't know. There no, there is, man. Honestly, and often there is. So there there are people right. out there, yeah. Like people just like like the traditional golf tournaments that are at these same courses every year and the the tradition of it. I, I don't know. It's it's also all they've ever known. True. Charlie Major said it best. I think you walk a fine line, though, when you start bringing in, like, team events and stuff like that. I, I think you're – you could well, tip the other way and now. turn into a – no, I know. I'm just thinking, like, overall. Like, I think that – I don't know. It's a fine That's line. That's why I think you have to have both. Yeah, I agree. I agree as well. Um, but yeah, the what do you think of Keegan Bradley winning, Reg? Oh man, that did you see so he stole bad. the trophy? I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, I didn't like sure. that. I don't think anything he does is funny. I like that. What, uh, what is it that people don't like about him? Is it like he's got that creepy shot behind routine. the ball? Yeah, yeah, he's so slow. He's like the he'd be the worst guy in the world to play with. But that's like what I mean. He, if it wasn't for that, he seems like he'd be fine. I agree. So, like, Keegan, get it together here, bud. Just, like, change your pre-shot routine. Maybe people will like you. Post more videos of you stealing trophies. And <laughs> that those, was the, the best part about it, like, those uh, brilliantly dumb guys are, like, boys with him, hey? Mm-hmm. So, like, Who's brilliant? Bob does sports. Like both oh. Those sports. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're they were fired up about it. 
Fat <laughs> Prez. Him, Fat Prez. And Joey Goldcuts were all pretty excited for him. Speaking of that, did you see uh, Pat Perez got his, his hair chopped? Yeah. Did he? First time in, what did he say, nine years or something? I think, yeah. Wow. That was greasy hair. Like greasy moulet, yeah. Reg, you should do that. You should get some moose in there. Uh, I, I was actually thinking about getting a cut. <laughs> Throwing some dippity-doo in there. Stuff I've had back. long hair for a long time. I don't know if I could ever cut it, honestly. Deputy do. That was the shit. Whoever invented Deputy do on a beach. Oh, I was yeah. Putting, it was like putting liquid concrete in your hair. Like you could fucking yeah. stab somebody with that. Yeah. <laughs> Turn yourself into a unicorn. <laughs> Legit. So this weekend, we got the Rocket Mortgage Classic at the Detroit Golf Club uh, for the PGA Tour. So we had asked Reggie Betts to uh, make some picks. He's not going to do them this week, but next week he's coming back. There was there was one thing I read that I should share with people. One person to bet on to be the first round leader. Hey, little inside baseball. First, the it, it said to bet on first round leader, and it said to bet on where the hell is his name here? Carson Young. Never heard of him. He said he's like a really good putter and a really good ball striker. And he's been struggling putting, but if he could get his putter going, they think he could be the leader after the first round. He's plus 9,000 odds. That's why they said like it's 100 to 1. So it's pretty good odds. Put 10 on him. This isn't betting advice. I'm I'm a horrible better. So um, don't take my advice, but bet on him. Also, Sam Bennett's paying plus. Plus twelve five to to be leading after the first day. Basically, the, they uh, I'm going to start following these betting things a little closer. I'm not going to bet, but I'm going to follow them just to see what their insight is. So I like I like hearing like why what their reasoning. It, it's actually so cool, like the analytics that go into like guys that really dive into it. So I'm going to spend some time doing that. I Jor kind of caught me off guard. I was actually looking at that before Jor talked to me about it today, but I'll be uh, better prepared for next week. Is Bennett the kid from uh, Augusta? Yeah. yeah. He's actually had a really good first round at the uh, U.S. Open, too. And he played decent last week, I think. Yeah, I think so. I've Reggie actually... Uh, the newest segment on the kingdom, Reggie Bennett. I've also never had um, Sirius in my vehicle. And That's I got like that, whatever it is, like the free month. Yeah. Or free three months or whatever. And... Uh, I've been listening to the golf, like the PJ radio. Yeah. It's actually pretty good, man. Honestly, those guys uh, have some good insight there, too. I'm going to uh, – there was this thing that these guys were talking about today, and somebody in the chat or or uh, if you're listening and you know what it's all about, let us know because it, it was uh, – shit. Inside the Ropes, maybe it was called, the talk show. Mm-hmm. And they do, like, pick every week between the three of them. And they like tallied up with points. Like if you miss the cut, like you, you lose certain points. And then if you if your guy finishes first out of like our nine picks, then you get like a certain amount of points. And then you just do it for. Oh. I thought it was a pretty cool idea. Like we could just do it between the three of us. Yeah. Keep like a, a tally going for the season. Yeah, we should like, do that. Like we should it. do something. Mm-hmm. Make things interesting for the for the 
and maybe include uh, anybody watching live as well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, moving on. You got we got some segments tonight. Reggie drums. Uh, yeah, could quickly. Uh, just wait though. We got a couple of things before that. Just wanted to make sure you had. Okay, so let's Reg do. Went uh, to get his. Let's do this. Let's do the fixer divot segment tonight. This is an important one. Got a lot, we've been getting some pretty good feedback on uh, the "Don't fluff in the rough" on Twitter. Wow, we're six for six, I think, today now, and uh, we will continue to talk about that until people stop fluffing. Every time I walked up to my ball in the rough, I remembered, chanted the, tweets, the mantra in my head. Yeah. The tweets will continue until the flopping stops. So this week's, uh, this segment brought to you by the Prairie Scratch Tour. Uh, the boys at the Prairie Scratch Tour are doing some really good things here in Manitoba for golf. The competitive side, they got uh, senior side, and they got the Selkirk Shootout, July 8th. Um, so registration is open for that. We'll have the recap once that happens. And... The fixture divot segment, I think, is is uh is has been pretty good. Holy, yeah. you guys good? Jesus, what happened? It's fucking loud, man. Who? What happened? I don't know. I just couldn't even hear myself talk there for a sec. There's just lots of go- lots of stuff going on. <laughs> I think it was you. I think you were That's just yelling. Me. It was definitely not me. All right, yeah, I think you were just yelling. <laughs> Okay, so this uh, this week's segment is always yell for, and we know a few people personally. Uh, one is a listener of the show. One is a friend from uh, when we grew up as kids together. Both of them got hit in the head with a golf ball. And it's not something that you usually think about when you're golfing. Like, you don't expect just to get hit in the head with a golf ball. But, like, their lives, honestly, like, their lives have changed significantly from it, I think. And so, like, one of the guys hasn't golfed in, like, 12 or 13 years since getting hit in the head. And, I mean, no, not Toad. Um, Not yelling for, I mean, it's not going to save anything for sure it's not a guarantee that people are going to duck or or hear it or anything but you have to at least make an effort to yell for and i've been guilty of this myself in the past i've hit shots and kind of relied on other guys because i was too mad about the shot but like priority now for me is if if i'm anywhere close to anybody yell for as loud as you can make sure that you give them good warning because that could honestly change somebody's life. So just consider that. I know it's shitty to think about and whatever, but like, just make it a habit of yelling for, even if, you know, there's no, you know that there's nobody over there, just yell, right? If you're in the, if you're in a different fairway, just yell for. Never mind just affecting somebody's life. You could kill them. Right. Yeah. Point two, but there's also sorry, Rich. No, go ahead. I was gonna say, like, there's also like the aspect of like if it's windy as shit that day and uh, you're into the wind, they're not gonna hear you 
no right. matter how hard you scream. So, like, there are factors to it. Uh, but, no, but you, just, still you just got to make an attempt. Yeah, right. no, you still got to make an attempt. Have you ever seen yeah, anybody get hit personally? I hit a guy in the eye. We saw Waters get hit. Oh, on the driving range? Remember that? Got him right in the neck. Oh, I remember that. We were like 15, 16. Yeah, Reggie hit a guy. You yelled though, didn't you? No. You hit a guy in the eye? Yeah, it's a Tamarack. Remember on 18? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think Jordy take one in the arse, too. I've been hitting the arse, too, at uh, like Cubs, Tamarack Cubs. I absolutely drilled Luke Love one time. We were practicing like flop shots, and I went to take a big, like a full swing flop shot, and I sculled the shit right off, right off his arm, like just instant welt, like golf ball marks on his arm. It happens so fast. Yeah, it does. So Cammy said, uh, "Point when you yell." Do, would people see that if you're pointing? I don't know. I've never pointed, but like lots of times, if I hit the fairway over. If I hear four, all I'm doing is this. Like, I'm not looking yeah, to I'm see looking. where it's coming from. True enough. But guess depends what course, how visible things are. Wouldn't hurt. Yeah, that's true. But the main thing is yell loud. And, I mean, I like yelling, so I should. Uh, yeah, you're a yeller. I'm a yeller. Of course. Yep. I'm kind of like definitely the. Uh, what's that? We definitely hear yells there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the Weed City version with way less money and a few less pounds, DJ Khaled. No, you're like the guy from Trailer Park Boys. No. What the fuck? <laughs> Stop with the fucking guns. <laughs> That's my favorite guy on the show, honestly. <laughs> sure, do you remember that time... Uh... It just reminds me because he's always in the background. When I tried to hit that <laughs> the backwards flop shot at Rossman on number yeah. eight, that was nuts. And it was like in the air for like thirty seconds, and just like <laughs> whack, <laughs> just crush something. I mean, that wasn't me. A shed for anybody listening. That was yeah, I hit an old shed. I have a video of that. I have that on video. Yeah. I just haven't posted it because for your. I don't think you should for legal purposes. Yeah. <laughs> Could I just get feel like the light's not even on in here. Jesus. Yeah, I just realized I changed my lighting tonight. I usually yeah, have a different light on in here. You look bright. Okay. Well, let's uh let's do this the contest, I guess. I didn't even promote it though. I was hoping there'd be more people in here. Maybe we, should we save it for next week? Yeah. I didn't promote it at all. Yeah, and uh, it's a lot more exciting when there's more people in the chat. So we're gonna postpone this. We're also an hour oh five in already. So contest will be next week. We have everything in order. Um, we'll pull it up here, maybe just to show the people. Nah, that won't do any good. Yeah. Yep. Well, we'll pull her up just in case there's people watching later from a different uh, different country. Something cool to discuss here while I'm uh, while I'm on this note. Okay, where are we here? So everybody, especially if you've been following along here, so this is what this was the head cover that uh, the contest is for. I think personally, one of my favorite head covers, maybe my favorite head cover that we made, 
Um, it's a spinoff of the AC head cover, his fairway cover, but somebody wanted to put some red Maple Leafs on there. And so we made it. We added to the website and it's been uh, it's been selling pretty well. So that is the one in honor of Nick Taylor's putt. That's the giveaway that we're going to do next week. Unfortunately, if you're watching this right now, you're too late to enter. So this is more of a tease. <laughs> but uh, the cool thing that I want to talk about is for people who have been following along with us the last the last month. Uh, we launched the King Golf Network. So included in that is a lot of different things, a lot of different benefits, regardless of where you're at. Uh, we do a weekly skins game within uh, the Squabbit app. Um, we got a uh, whole bunch of stuff going on. Um, it's on the website here, actually, the King Golf Network. You can go on there, check things out. We're only taking members for about a couple more days. Uh, so 2024 might be your year, but lots of stuff going on in there. But we got a new member today from Kansas. Oh, pretty cool. Reached out to us on Instagram. Uh, I sent him the information. He signed up in about five minutes, buying some stuff. Love the brand. So he's actually going to launch his own golf account in Kansas. Kind of like he's going to tie our branding into it, like our King Crown. Um, he's going to have his own discount code. He can share with his friends, family. And anytime somebody uses his link, we're going to give him like a commission on it because it should be. If you're if you're helping spread the word, growing the brand, you should be rewarded for that. So that's kind of the idea there is that in 2022, we launched our ambassador program. Um, and it didn't go exactly as we wanted, you know, probably a little bit of our fault as well. But the reason we're doing this is that we actually want people who are serious and uh, memberships like 120 bucks a year. It's almost irrelevant. We just want people to have some skin in the game because we do want to grow this thing. We want to grow the network. We want to have a different, you know, grow slowly. But I mean, Kansas now, Australia, um, Rips, hopefully going to get involved. He won't be selling anything, but uh, he'll be part of the the skins, weekly skins in there. So lots going on. If, uh, if you're interested at all, it's on the website and um, or just send us a message and we'll get the info that you need. So pretty cool story. I thought today I was pretty pumped to see, uh, to see that. Yeah, so, that's actually wild. Did he say how he found it or? No, he didn't. We, uh, we, we did a lot of talking, but I honestly didn't ask that. So as soon as him and his buddy, he said him and his buddy had been meeting to launch a new golf account. Uh, so he thought that this would be a good way to do it. And, uh, I agree. So looking for people, if you're outside of Manitoba, you can kind of start your own golf account on the socials tied on together and uh we're we're at the very beginning here but i think it's going to grow into something pretty special here so cool thing about it is that we can look back in 10 years on these episodes and see how dumb things sounded and what it evolved into so that's that let's uh contest is gone uh let's do the segments drums what do you got tonight buddy um is last week or the week before I mentioned I was going to start checking out this new show called uh, Jury Duty. And we ran through that one uh, last week. And probably up there, top five like comedy shows of all time. What? It's unbelievable. What's it called? Jury Duty. It's on Prime. Uh, so the premise is... These people sign up uh, on Craigslist to become part of a jury documentary. Uh, it's from the producers of The Office and a couple other shows. So 
when you watch it, it looks like it's the office set in a jury, but only one person is a real person. The rest are actors. So this guy gets like appointed uh, jury foreman <laughs> and everybody else is actors. So the judge is an actor and all the plaintiffs, the defendant, everybody else in the jury is an actor. And this guy just to get kind of gets put into like these weird situations and like just to see how he comes out on these things. Uh, so it's like the big social experiment, basically the Truman Show, but in reality. And it's it's brilliant. It comes out perfectly. The guy is like, you couldn't actually write a better person to come into this. And like, just this guy like just soaks it all in and just rolls with the with the punches. Like he's just a beauty. Um, but you actually have to check it out. Like trying to explain it doesn't do it enough. You have to watch the show. It's amazing. It sounds pretty interesting though. So yeah. everybody else knew about this except for him. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That'd be so crazy. That's like one of my biggest fears is to be like that guy. And that's then so like the, the last episode, they like, uh, they reveal to him and then they kind of like take him through everything. And so like, even they're like, even the first scene where you come into the waiting room, we only left like a certain amount open in the chairs. So you had to sit here. So you would interact with these people that we placed. Like, it's just crazy to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy Very goes through all this shit and he just, he just takes it and rolls with it. It's awesome. I love that. I'll be watching that. Is there any notable actors in there or no? Uh, so there is, um, James Mardson. No, He's in like, know. yeah. Like when you see him, you'll, you'll recognize him. So he play, he just plays himself though. Like they're set in LA. And so like part of it was this actor comes in and he's in part of the jury. So he like, oh, really? like played like this pretentious asshole. Yeah, it's good. It's right. Perfect. Oh, I'll be yeah. watching that for sure. Yeah, it's awesome. We just started rewatching Trailer Park Boys again. Like this is round three? What do you do? No, no, no. Season one. It's nuts. I'm going back. Come back. Nuts to see. Did you just do things. this? No, maybe I said it last week too. Maybe it was a couple weeks ago. Okay. It's crazy to see uh, how different everybody is compared to like at the end of it versus the beginning. Because it's like 20 years, eh? Yeah. Well, I mean, Elliot Page was Ellen Page in that show. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was Lady's daughter? Trina? Yes. Yeah, Trina. Um. Uh, okay, well, I'll go. My segment's pretty short here. But uh, actually, I got two of them tonight. I didn't know which one I was going to go with. One of them is one of them is kind of just a reminder, I guess. And uh, well, I don't even know what you'd call it when you're foreshadowing, I guess. A tip. Um, so in Kenosi, Dal and Rob were actually talking about the fountain app to me. And they said that they didn't know how to, I think, send, send, send Bitcoin or earn Bitcoin or whatever it is. But I think you need to set up an account in there. I could be wrong. But anyways, I wanted to, uh, is that what it was, Drums? Is that what we were talking about? Yeah. I did do a video on how to use it. So I on the 88 Satch radio channel, I did a video specifically for how to use the fountain app. And so I walked through how to earn on there, which is basically just turn it on and press play. 
um, how to send on there, either using a Boostergram or streaming sats, how to fund your wallet. If you don't want to waste time listening to podcasts, you can actually just send in like 5,000 sats instantly on the Lightning Network and also how to withdraw. So if you've been building up a nice balance in there, you can actually just take it out to your own Bitcoin wallet. Um, so that's on 88 sats channel. I'm going to put a link below, but it's very easy to do. But the reason I want to mention this is that in the summer here, we have three, two or three nice big prizes. Like we got four packs of golf that we're going to give away to a couple different courses this summer to listeners, but we're going to use the fountain app to do that. And so basically all you're going to have to do is get a fountain account, um, click on one of the shows, send in a boostergram with your comment, whichever comment uh, is best, or we'll figure out a way to do it. But you're going to have to send in a boostergram with any amount of sats in order to enter the contest. So this will be probably the next couple of weeks, I would say, after the King Cup. Um, but just kind of giving people a heads up right now to set up a profile, um, learn how to use it, start listening to some podcasts on there. The Kingdom is on there. And you can you can also just turn it on and turn the volume down. That's what I sometimes do if it's uh, if I'm watching TV or something. I'll just throw a podcast on, turn the volume down because you get free Bitcoin just for doing it. So it's kind of crazy not to do it. So I just wanted to give everybody buddy a heads up there. I will put a link below if you're interested in learning how to use that. Very easy to do though, honestly. Um, and the second part of my segment tonight is uh, some good old fashioned advice from when we were kids and that is keep your head down and as a golfer you know who's been around the game for a while you kind of just assume that that's advice for like beginners or new people who are getting into golf um but i can say for myself personally like the this summer for sure and a lot of last summer when i'm hitting the ball poorly it's because i'm not getting through it and usually when that happens is because I'm so anxious to look where my ball is going. And instead of actually just keeping my head down through impact and then watching it, this is with full shots, chips, putts, everything. Whenever I lift up my head, I come out of it and it usually goes left. And so my point tonight is that the, the advice keep your head down is not only for people who are just getting into golf, but if you're struggling with contact, just focus on getting through the ball, getting through the pots, getting through the chips. You can see it before it lands. So you don't have to be too excited to see it, <laughs> but you guys know what I mean? You're, you're sitting there like stone faces, but like that's such a beginner's thing to say or to hear, but I think it's really applicable to a lot of people. And I don't think they realize what they're doing. So, really, It's really important on pots too. Putts like for sure. important on putts. for sure. Because it throws everything off. If you lift up your head, you're lifting everything in the knee. Right. And I mean, if it's nothing huge. else, if you don't get anything else from this segment, is do that for putts. Because when I'm putting my best, short putts, long putts, whatever it is, I always get through the ball, keep my head down, and then I walk, and then I look after. Whenever I'm mm -hmm. anxious to see where it's going or if I, may, if I made it, if I missed it, that's when I'm missing everything and just so out of sync. So... That's what I got tonight. I got I got two as well. Um, one, oh, yeah. I wanted to share. Uh, so I golfed with Scotty last night, and uh, 
his son, he uh, cash. I don't know if he listens to the show or not, but anyways, <laughs> he wasn't listening to uh, Scotty, so he's like, you got to go for a, for a round of golf with Stan because you got you'll listen to him like he can teach you. I'm not gonna be able to teach you because you don't listen to me anyways. <laughs> so then he finished he finished the round anyways, and he said that he said, "What did you learn, or what did he tell you?" And I thought this was really cool. And and then you could sit there if you're listening to it in the car or you're or you're watching it now. He said that your entire swing starts with these three fingers. So it would be for a lefty, the three fingers on the right hand, and for a, a righty, the three bottom fingers on on your uh, left hand. And that starts the entire swing. Think about that. Put put your hand there. Those three fingers, if you're hitting one-handed, you could hit it with those three fingers. That starts everything. And he said that he could tell by watching people as soon as they take the club back if they're going to hit a good shot or not. Just by looking at hmm. those three fingers, what path those three fingers are on. So what was the advice for it then? Like just to focus on that to take the club back, those three, and on a straight line. Oh, so you're not pulling it. Yeah, or or putting it outside or pulling it this way, just straight back with those three with the club there. That starts yeah, it. That initiates the whole swing. So why three fingers though? Because he what, likes the interlock or what? I, it's just that's where the club sits. That's what initiates the whole swing. Like it's not your thumb or your. Or that's your where you start, finger. right? Like yeah, it goes yeah, yeah, everything down. there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah even if you make, cool. even if you make a grip, you can tell that the three the pressure there is at the back three fingers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of, I thought it was kind of cool. Something that you never think about. Scotty said he's never thought about it, but he was doing it a bit last night and he was hitting it pretty good. So, man, what a wealth of knowledge Stan is. Like, yeah, do we oh, know how old he is? No, I don't. He's in his 80s for sure. And the I second one, I golf he's seen. Sorry, well, I sound like a, I sound like a broken record with this, but I've been really struggling, like, uh, in the rough, uh, with my driver at times. I've been struggling trying to hit my three wood. Uh, I've been coming up on a lot of shots and I thought it was just coming up and I wasn't on my toes, but I got so focused on um, my downswing and slowing down my downswing that I started picking the club up again and getting so steep. And so I asked Scotty on like this, what was like the third last hole last night? I was like, I, I'm not, I don't usually like to ask about things, but can you like tell me if there's anything that you, you notice like that, that I'm doing? And he said, yeah, you're picking it up. So then like the, the next two tee shots I hit were like, just like big high draws right down the middle. Like, I don't know. It's just something so simple that you just, I got so focused on the downswing. So basically the reminder that I'm saying is just like, if you're ever struggling with a driver and, and you're not hitting your driver far, and you're you're really struggling to get power or consistency, chances are you're picking the club up because you're worrying about something else in your, in your swing. So just that low and slow takeaway, man, honestly, is like the – it fixes so much shit in golf because you get so worried about everything else that you don't, you don't worry about your takeaway, but it's so important to take it back low and slow and get to the top because that's when you really get in a good spot. But if you start picking it up, then you get steep. And then you're coming down at it. It's just, uh, it makes for some really ugly shots. But yeah, it's funny because it's like the the thing that I preach the most on here. And then I'm struggling for 
a month with my driver and that's what's going on with it. Like, it's just, oh, it's, it's so hard just to keep up with everything though. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, like, well, I mean, we do the show every week. We have different things to talk about, different things we notice. And then I go out and just be a dummy for three hours straight and forget mm-hmm. everything I've talked about. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, should I just bang my head on the wall 10 times and before I go and like just reset everything or. I don't know, man. It's life. I think the so absolute best. Yeah. True. What'd you say drums? I missed it. I just said like, that's part of life. Like it's, there's so much other real shit going on that like yeah. you put that in the back burner to try to remember. And then you're halfway through the round and you're like, Oh Jesus Christ, I'm doing this the whole time. Also, though, at the same time, and this is how the episode started today, is like you can't go out once a week and expect that you're going to be the best golfer out there because that's how habits are formed is by doing it every single day for hours a day, not for 10 minutes before the round every once a week. Like, I don't know. It's tough. I wish there was a better way to do it. I wish there was an easier way to do it, but there's not. So, I mean, if we if you want to get better, play more anything, play more. Practice more. Yeah. No one's gonna do that though. Everybody wants the shortcuts. No, I'm I can't wait for retirement. And that's all you can do. That's all I'm looking forward to in life. Man, I was uh the last two rounds, I was 73, 72 in Gilbert. And they might have been like the grindiest, ugliest 73 and 72 that there's ever been, honestly. Like just so many bad shots, but then making like just like ridiculous parties. So if I could ever good start hitting it all, hey, I feel like that's better than like playing good but scoring bad. I just feel like I, I think I'm closer now than I have been in like five years to actually putting like some really good scores together because I I've gotten so much better at scrambling and like in such a better mental spot. Yeah, I don't know. You've only been golfing for three weeks. Yeah, true. Okay, here's a question for you guys. Me and Reggie have had this chat before. Do you think realistically, at the age of 34, with a, with a plan in place and effort, do you think it's possible to play on the senior tour? Fuck no. Reggie? I don't think so either, but... But maybe because lots of people quit by then. Okay, but hear me out. Imagine a better life. Most people work their whole life for retirement. As you just said, drums, I can't wait to retire golf when I'm when I'm 70, 65, whatever that is. Imagine though, if instead of retiring, you actually just got to tour around the world, play golf, and got got a pretty good paycheck for it. Like, I can't think of a, a better scenario for being 65 than playing on a senior tour. And I'm not saying it would be easy. Like, it would be very hard. You'd have to put in, like, 20 times more than we do right now. But I do think that anybody, regardless of what their handicap is, at age 34, with enough effort, with enough time and commitment, could play on the senior tour. I believe that. I don't. I think that probably is easier to play. That's a lot of time, man. Like, you got you got to give me one example of somebody that's done that. 
I don't know. I'm sure there's examples. I don't know any personally how many people have tried. Like most people when you're 34, you're like, ah, fuck, I didn't make the PGA. So I'm just going to go out and, you know, golf once a week. That's it. Right. Like nobody ever really has a goal of playing on the senior tour. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. I get what you mean. I get I what you mean. I just don't think it's still be really hard. Like they're still professional golfers. Of course. At the end of the day. But they're also at the tail end of their career too. They got less fucks to give. I'd be You're not beating fucking Bernard Longer. I'd be hungry out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't have to beat Bernie. Bernie would be dead by then, probably, A. And B, like, I don't need to win every event. Like, as long as I can just make some cuts and tour the world and play golf and earn a paycheck, like, imagine a better life than that. I don't know. No, I agree with you. June 28, 2023, Jordan has officially declared he's making a run for the senior tour. <laughs> That's unreal. I, I can't wait to see it. I'll caddy for you. No, you're playing too. All three of us are. I am not. Yeah, no, that unless I get the dude. Unless I get the John Daly treatment where I can rip around in a cart and crush drinks the entire time. It's the only way I'd be in. That would be good. I'm not saying it's doable. I'm saying it's possible. I believe. Yeah. I well, like technically it's possible. I don't think it would ever happen. I honestly think that realistically, if you were like a 20, 25 handicap, you could get to at age 30 or 34, even 40. I believe that by the, in, in 15 years, if you had a plan in place, you were dedicated to that, you could make the senior tour. I believe that. Be the guinea pig. You don't, it's not like I'm racing in the, I'm not going for the world fa- world's fastest man record. Like, there's limitations in life, right? Like yeah, but do you think like the guys that are that good right now, they're going to get worse? And like, no, they're going to get better. So how are you going to get past their level that they're at? That's a good question. That's what I'm, that's my, I'm on the executive summary page right now. I'm trying to figure out how to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, all I'm saying is that if I didn't, if you didn't believe, then you'll never do it. But if you do believe, then there's a chance. There's a chance. I think that's true, too. I don't know. Worst case scenario, I get to play a bunch of golf, you know, commit to something. Who knows? Who knows? You're 60 still. Who knows? Anyways, I'm running on almost no sleep. 10 o'clock. Okay. Okay, one last thing before we go. One last thing before we go. Because last time we had Ryan Pollock on the show, we had a bunch of people in the chat, and I checked the next morning, zero likes on the show. So before you leave, if you're listening to this later, if uh, you're hearing me subconsciously, press the like button, free to do, helps the boys out. We're almost at 500 subscribers here, boys, and uh, we're just getting going. we got a long way to the senior tour, so drum. Take us out of here. 
That is it for this week, ladies and gentlemen. Please join us next week as we get ready for the big one. The King Cup is next Friday. Any spots left? Updates? We had one spot. It filled. We had two spots. They filled. And, uh, well, one more is on the fence there. He might be having a baby next week there. He was due this week. And, uh, he, not was he, due? he wasn't because men, only women can get. Pregnant. Sorry, yeah, yeah. All right. No, this isn't up for debate. Men cannot get pregnant. Uh, uh. <laughs> Jesus. This is the world that we're living in where you can't say that. Men uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, anyways, we are looking extremely forward to the King Cup, and we will see anybody there that is pregnant, that isn't pregnant. Do whatever you want to do. See you next week. Peace Preview out, boys. Show. Preview Love show you, next week, drums. There we go. Love you, boys. Later. See you, Hazzy. <laughs>